This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm just having a wonderful time, Richard. How are you? I'm doing okay, except I'm getting into a little bit of a pissing match with Keith Law on Twitter. I don't know if you know this gentleman, Keith Law. I don't necessarily know Keith Law. I know of his work. He's a baseball nerd. And he started chirping. He just got, he got into a thing during the game I was watching, and it's just driving me nuts. And it was even less. First of all, what he was talking about, I disagreed with. But it's also just his general uh, way of interacting with people was really upsetting to me more than anything. And you know, I did see that a little bit. I, I haven't been as active lately on the Twitter as I as I normally am, but I did see sure. this exchange. And he is a uh, just a real smug prick, isn't he? Yes, that's that's the, really the best way of describing him. So. I don't know if that is over with or not, but that's sort of been, you know, on top of mind over here. But we have other things, more important things, more exciting things to get to, Ryan. What do you say we do that? Yeah, why not? Fuck that guy. Ryan, how about this little bit of news? A lot of Star Wars TV news. We knew that John Favreau was going to be bringing Star Wars to the Disney streaming service, which is still not out yet, but that they're going to be doing. And so uh, some of the news was coming out. And the name of the TV show is going to be The Mandalorian. I originally read it quickly on Twitter, and I thought it said The Metachlorian. And I was like... (laughs) You can imagine my uh, my disgust. But a little bit of a difference there. I was like, oh, no, he's not. And then I was like, I just read it wrong very quickly. But the uh, the Mandalorian, uh, what do you think? I like it. I mean, I like that it's not – it's kind of a tangential story. It's not following um, canon, as it were. And they might say it is canon. It might be in that whole thing. But it's a character we haven't seen before. Hopefully he runs into some other characters. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this thing, especially with Favreau at the helm. And kind of yeah. cool characters. Yeah, cool characters, and so it's a the just the general premise is it's a story of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. The gunslinger will wear Boba Fett's armor, and so the Mandalorian or the Mandalorian. <laughs> I can't. This is it's gonna be a real problem. It's too yeah. similar, but I guess this is. And I, we have Star Wars people that know way more than we do about it, but. So this dude that they're going to be following around is from the same home planet as Jango Fett. Yes. And, of course, Bubba Fett, we found out later, was a clone. But he's wearing Bubba Fett's gear. So I think the timeline, this is going to take place in between episodes six and seven. As we know, there's like a lot of time in between there. A lot of time in between, which is nice because there's a lot of upheaval there. A lot of and stuff so prob- going on. Yeah. And so I think, I think he's going to be a guy who – you know, they might overlap every once in a while. So say they do like a full season, there might be like one or two things that sort of tie into like the movies. But right. other than that, I bet it's going to be its own thing. But what's also kind of interesting is they announced a bunch of the different directors that are going to be a part of it. 
and Bryce Dallas Howard was one. Uh, Deborah Cho, who was a part of Jessica Jones and Mr. Robot. And then the most interesting one by far is Taika Watiti is going to be grabbing it, taking a stab. And that's awesome because that guy does space adventure really well, as we've seen from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta think like you're going to cross paths with, uh, Jabba the Hutt and so forth. Or actually no Jabba's dead at that point. Jabba is dead, but there'll be somebody from there. There'll be there'll be sure. there'll be a guy that that takes part. Like you know that that big stupid guy in Force Awakens who is trying to buy the parts from Ray. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, that guy. You'll probably see that. That son of a bitch guy. at, at some Peck. point. Yeah, you can see. You can see. You can see. That, was, that was him. Oh, that character that. was. Yeah, oh no, shit. Peck. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you can see him. What if this? Now this might blow your mind. I hope you're sitting down. What if in the Taika Waititi episode? Korg and Meek. And they have a talk show and they just kind of, yeah, they have a radio show and a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bring any more Korg and Meek I can get. I'm, I'm in on that. Now, I mean, that would obviously bring, that'd be like Pat Oswalt from Parks and Rec. That would bring the Star Wars universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It would, it would, it would bring them together in outer space. <laughs> it would, be, it would just like, be, a, just be a, a nerd's wet dream at yes. that point, wouldn't it be? That is exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, Ryan, this is a uh, HBO show. There was a – I saw at first the first thing I ever saw, I didn't even heard of it, but I saw a picture. It's called The Righteous Gemstones. It's a HBO comedy about televangelists, and it stars Danny McBride, John Goodman, and Adam Devine from Workaholics. I, know, I think this has to be a McBride. Was it Jody Hill? Is it Jody yes. Hill he does that stuff with? Are they doing yeah. the same guys who did Eastbound and Down? And Correct. This way. So, yeah. Um, I, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. You know, they did Vice Principals too. I thought Vice Principals was pretty good. Vice Principals was good. And then it, I remember it got to a point in Vice Principals where I was like, ah, this isn't great. And then it like ramped all the way back up. And that's worth yeah. watching. Both seasons worth are worth watching. watching of that. So Righteous Gemstones looks good. I mean, Danny McBride is a televangelist in. And John Goodman and Adam yeah, Devine, good. who I can take their leave. I think he's pretty, he's more good than not. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Uh, other TV news. There was a, a longer trailer for the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is going to be a Netflix show. It comes out October 26th. Makes sense. It should be out during hashtag Dorktober three season of the witch. Sure. And now, are you gonna watch this? Because I definitely am. I am not. I'm out on this. Oh, you son of a I'm bastard! Out. I'm out. All right. Okay. Uh, if All you, right. you know what? I'll tell you. I'll make you a deal though. If you watch three episodes and tell me it's good, I'll watch it. How about that? That sounds good. Speaking of uh, what's good, but you won't watch Riverdale. Riverdale, <laughs> Ryan, is back this week. Another season of Riverdale. It's pretty good. People like, well, just me and Goo like Riverdale. Saying, people people <laughs> well, we take, know like it. Taking it back. Taking yeah. it back. I know one guy who likes it. Uh, I don't know about this one. Uh, for some reason, I don't really, I don't, I'd love to know the backstory behind this. When the people at DC were like, you know what we need? is a five minute and 17 second trailer of Aquaman. And we need to release that. And you know, they have this huge bombastic action sequence and you know, that's the best one in the movie. Oh, for sure. You know, for that's the best sure. one where they're running across the rooftops. So it looks like it's in Greece. Yeah. You know, and you look and you're like, you know what? This is probably as good as this movie's going to get. And, and 80% of me was like, you know what? I get it. I don't need to watch any more of this. I know, but we're going to watch it. I'm going to have to. We have to leave. You know, it's part of the job. You know, the DC universe is uh, crumbling down upon us, but I will watch Aquaman. I will watch. Actually, I'm looking forward to Shazam. Are I, will, you? 
Yeah, well, they're looking forward. Looking forward maybe a little strong. Maybe I'm not just, looking forward to that at all. I bet that sucks. All right, sir. Okay, sir. All right. Um, all right, sir. The uh, Hellboy, we talked last week, Hellboy had a, a sweet poster. They released another poster where it has more of the cast in it. And uh, I didn't think I wanted a Hellboy movie, but I guess I'm going to watch this Hellboy movie. I am all in on this Hellboy movie. Yeah. All yeah. in. Even yeah. without Del Toro, I'm in. No, yeah, I think I think I mean David Harbour's awesome, so I think this comes out in April, so we still we got a ways away, but that's going to be a standalone. That. That'll be a standalone, and that'll also be uh, that's one where I am looking forward to a, a trailer for that. I want to yes. see him talking, moving around. So at the, at the most recent con in New York, they showed a little bit of it, right? And people were like, "It was awesome." I heard nothing but positive reviews from that. So, well, speaking of cons, Ryan, um, I guess we're sort of like the angel of death. That, we are. Um, We've said that before. It's happened. This is the third or fourth time this has happened. Of course, the late great Adam West was at the very first yes. Comic Con that Davey and I attended, and he passed away not too long after that. Yes. Um, who was the other person? There was another it was, person. Uh, Dicko, wasn't it? Steve Dicko. Oh, yep. He was at a con. Yep. He's no longer with us. The and then Spider Man. Yeah. He. Yeah. So it was him. And then you go ahead. The uh, the gentleman who played Herschel in The Walking Dead, Maggie's father, Herschel. He yes. just recently died, and he was at. Uh, whatever the last Comic Con, Comic Con in Connecticut, and, and each so of these people, each of these people, we we say, looked at each other and said we should probably talk to them, and then didn't. Mm. Oh boy! So I don't want to put the jinx on anybody. I think I'm going to attend. I know you can't that weekend, but I'm, I'm going to try. Weekend, yeah, I'm going to try. Rhode Island Comic Con is in uh, November, so we've had a couple people asking us if we're going to go. I'm definitely going to try to get down there at least for one of the days. Um, but man. Probably shouldn't look at the guest list because somebody could drop at any point after that. <laughs> so you were telling me that of all the cons we go to, Rhode Island is like 2B. Like you have Boston, which is like the, the best one. Then Comic-Con would be 2A, and then Rhode Island is 2B. And then Rhode our, Island is actually – Rhode Island is uh, – I bet it's bigger than Connecticut. Is it really? They bang it out. Like they have like the Dunkin' Donuts Center is completely full, and then they have – uh, like the convention center next to it and it's enormous like there's a ton of people i don't know if the space is a little bit smaller so it feels like more people right. or or what but it i f- i think it's the biggest one outside of boston and let us not forget our our friends at northeast comic-con who have been very good to us who like god bless to, them god bless them they're god trying bless them. They, they are put on trying a show, man put on they a put show. on a show you don't have to drive as far which i like sure typically sure. it's in a place that's you know more convenient still maybe it's still a, a little out of the way maybe it's out of days in who's to say <laughs> it can be wherever wherever they want it to take it that's a fine days in that's that has an empty pool yeah well don't use the pool the pool's closed <laughs> please don't please don't use the pool all right that's all the news i have ryan oh oh actually the other thing uh ruby rose the first image of ruby rose as batwoman in the Arrowverse uh appeared looked pretty good she looks good yeah she does right yeah I hope they don't make her lose her accent, though, because I don't think she can do an American accent. I feel like with Batwoman, just do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Nobody really knows enough about her. Just say whatever you want, however you want. You're going to be fine. You do you. You do you. Uh, All right, Ryan, that's my news. Let's get to your news. It's time for Davey's Video Game Minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. 
this one, we're going to make this quick because we got a lot to talk about today, Richard, don't we? Don't we get yes, a lot we do. to talk you, about? We sure do. You're right uh, about that. So today, the new, uh, not to timestamp this, but today, the new Halloween Overwatch game and skins are is out. I believe today is the ninth, correct? So yeah, so it's out yeah. today. So I'm uh, looking forward the, to this. The skins look really cool. There are some really cool looking skins. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what the new game mode is. Uh, Junkenstein himself is back. So Love that. So Love that guy. Nice. Um, and then you have the Bride of Junkenstein, which is a somber skin. Which oh, looks kind of cool. Okay. So, um, so to that end, um, console news. Sony announced today or yesterday, last night, that their new console is coming. And get this, Richard, it might come with a handheld device. Wait a minute. So it might come a little bit of the Nintendo Switch action. It might actually uh, come with a handheld, uh, right. so you could take it on the road with you, which is nice. I do like that. Oh, you like Borderlands too? Uh, no. You didn't like Borderlands 2. I wasn't wild about Borderlands. I didn't hate it, but I, I wasn't wild about it. But uh, go ahead. Inst- instead of releasing Borderlands 3, which we have all been waiting for with bated breath, they are doing Battle uh, Borderlands VR. So it's Borderlands 2, but it's VR. So, you mm. know, if you're into that, that's cool. Sure, sure you are. Uh, my obligatory Fortnite news. Uh, they yeah. are coming out with something called the Quad Launcher, which is a quadruple rocket launcher. I'm guessing it's going to look like the one in the movie... Um, Shit, uh, Commando. Okay, that with, with uh, Arnie, Arnold Schwarzenegger. How, how could I forget? How can you forget? Um, this week, the new Mario Party launched. Yay! Hey right? now, yay? Sure. Question mark. Yeah, people are in on people are in on that. I'm sure. Something that people are talking about in the new Assassin's Creed Odyssey is there's no fall damage now. You so you don't have to like jump in the bales of hay anymore. You can just like jump oh. from ridiculous heights and just not die. I don't know if I like that, to be honest. There's enough bales like of hay. There's enough bales of hay. Find a, find a haystack. Get in there. Seriously. Uh, get this. Um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider has been out for like a month, and it's already on sale. How do you feel about that? <laughs> That's like what, like a jersey, like a football player, like everyone's excited about, and he sucks. And they're like, okay, yeah, he gets right. traded. He gets like traded away. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, it's on sale now. So Please it's buy been this. out for like a little over a month, and you can only already get it for like 42 bucks which is not great Jeez. for yeah. a Tomb Raider. Uh, uh, people were lukewarm on that at best. Uh, it got decent reviews, but I don't think anybody's playing it. And no. get this, Richard, today, uh, this week, Spider-Man has been out for a month. One month. How do you feel about it now? Month in. I feel great. I 100% of that bad boy. I know you did as well. I did. Yeah. Do you uh, want more? Yeah, I do. I, do I, I also more. feel like I could have spaced it out. Like, I, if if I wasn't like a psychopath about it, I could probably still be playing it. But like, when I would sit down, I would just like get stuff done. So yeah, the only thing I have to do is like the um, like the agility. You know, like the you skipping across and doing like the web launches and running across buildings and all that's like swinging oh, at yeah, top like speed. You have a few like, things to do. Yeah, and that's yeah, all yeah. I have left to do, and that's just busy work. So I'll get to that eventually. Just on a, on a day yeah. where I just no, feel like I swinging around. I did it all. So now I was looking at I was looking at my uh, PlayStation library. So I've I've only hundred percented like a handful of games. So it was uh, like Batman the Telltale series. I hundred percented that. Tekken Seven. I hundred percented that. And Spider Man. That might be it. Because even Arkham Knight. Like I didn't hundred percent because I'm like the goddamn Riddler trophies and a couple of other stuff. I'm like I just not I'm not gonna do it. How you doing with Tekken Seven? How's your lay coming along? Uh, I've not used lay. I, I don't have them in the game. Oh, you gotta get you gotta get late. I, I didn't there. buy him. I, all right, we gotta He's schedule that. We gotta schedule that. And then it gives me something to to do. Maybe yeah. maybe after Dorktober because I've been I've been trying to 
shotgun all these Probably goddamn horror movies coming out. So we get a, we'll figure yeah. it out when it's going to we'll happen. We'll get in there. We'll get um, in there. So talking about Spider-Man DLCs, like the first one's going to come out at the end of the month, and we already know it's a Black Cat episode, so that's that's pretty fun. Yeah, not bad. Any other Spider-Man characters that you would like to see in this game, Richard? Are they? Yeah, like ones that are that were in the game or ones that weren't. Ones that were not. Oh, obviously, the guy we're talking about today, Venom. Give me some Venom. I just teed you up for a segue. Look at that. Well, Ryan, then I guess I don't even need to tell you about the topic du jour because you're very much aware of the topic of the day, and that is the film Venom, Tom Hardy's Venom, which Mm -hmm. sadly was PG-13, but we knew that going in. It was one hour and 52 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes at last check, staggering the difference. The critics are giving it 30%. The audience, however, 89%. Sure. One thing you can't argue with, though, Ryan, number one at the box office and made over 80, that's eight zero million dollars opening weekend. And you know this is getting a sequel just because of that. And you know because of the money, it's going to get a sequel. So we will do as we always do, Ryan. We begin talking about Venom. Non-spoilers for those who did not see the film. I ask you first, did you like it? Not really. Yeah, I had a feeling maybe you'd say that. But but I'm going to get to it in a little bit. So when I say that, it's, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. Looking at the Rotten Tomatoes score, looking what people had to say about it, I try to stay away from it as much as I can. But, you know, it's unavoidable. You can't. Some of it is just impossible. You can't yeah. stay away from it. Um, so I was reading on some things. I'm like, well, that's that sucks. And, but then I I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. There were there were there was some good in this. Yeah, I thought so too. That's why I guess I would probably say like the softest yes. Like yeah. like I, I I did like it, but But it was like a really, not, it was like a yes. Yes. Yeah, like it's not yeah. I I'm definitely and if somebody was like I hated it, I'd be like, Yeah, he probably did. Or like, you know, like I like I I'm trying to think and we'll get into comparisons of other movies and things like that, but it definitely wasn't terrible, but by no means was it great. No means was it. Uh, you got to sure. run out and see it. Yep. Uh, quick hitters on the story, action slash fights, and the comedy. First, the story. It is an origin story, so you know going in, it's a full-on origin. At this point, as comic book movie fans, we have probably seen 20, 30 origin stories, I would Too say. Many. Too you many. Too many. And so that's not this movie's fault, but the problem is like we've we've kind of seen stuff like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, like the story, and as somebody who's read you know some Spider Man and some Venom comics and sort of knowing what what the backstories are, and also this isn't a spoiler at all, but there are a lot of different Venoms or a lot of different hosts of Venom. Yes, Eddie Eddie Brock is probably the most famous, hence that's what Tom Hardy is. They're doing the Eddie Brock story. But they do a pretty good job of like introducing some other things. And let's be honest, Venom is a crackers character. And that's just it. Like it is a completely bonkers off the wall storyline that was actually created by a fan. Like a fan wrote mm. in to Marvel and they, they gave him 220 bucks for the rights to this character. And they just like said, screw it. And McFarlane uh. <laughs> and somebody else made it. You know what I mean? And it's a completely ridiculous character. Well, it was supposed to be – now, I might be getting some of the details wrong, but I think it was supposed to be kind of the idea of like the Spider-Man in the black suit, and it was like sort of like a different type of thing, and it wasn't really meant to last so long, but people really got infatuated with it. But the real origin of it – like as I was watching the movie, I'm like, this is actually a really difficult one to make 
because you're talking about symbiotes and like another like it's not even like aliens. It's like no. this like this bullshit stuff that like gets into you and you're like this isn't Iron Man or like this isn't even even the Hulk is like a much simpler explanation for like all right this happened gamma rays boom he's the Hulk. Like right. Venom is is out there. And so to try to make sense of it for a mainstream audience that's never even picked up a comic like it's probably as tricky of a character as tricky of a popular character. I mean, there's there's plenty of obscure ones that are nuts, but for a popular character, it's got to be as, as out there as he gets. Uh, so, and, and it was always that thing where people ask me about, like, even then when I'm like like talking to my wife or like she had some friends over, so I was they're like, oh, what movie are you gonna go see? And I was explaining explaining like what Venom um, was, and they're like, well, he kind of looks like Spider Man. I'm like, well, it kind of is Spider Man, but not really. And I'm like trying to explain it to them, and they're just looking at me with like these blank faces. It's a great, it's a great call. Like that's the one out of all the guys. Like think about every character that is was in Avengers: Infinity War. And if somebody was like, "Hey, can you explain X?" You Are could. Sure? You probably could. Yeah. yeah. So what's the deal with Venom? Like, oh boy. Like, like, oh, here we go. I don't know, man. Sit down. Like. And as soon as I started talking, <sighs> you could tell that everyone in the room just tuned me out. They're like, "We're done here." I, I like, thought it was gonna be a short answer. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> like fine. he got so he got bit by a radioactive spider. Like, like no, well, no, not quite. But Peter Parker uh, did, and it was attached to him, and then it changed, and then and I'm just like, ugh, god damn it. Well, Peter Parker was the original, the, fir- yes. the first guy ever attacked, so they obviously can't go with that here. Right. Uh, or they don't go with that here. Um, I thought the comedy was never, ever laugh out loud funny, but there were definitely a few moments of like the... <laughs> yeah, I, I gave it like a... <laughs> like at one point. <laughs> like a handful of hess. Yeah. yeah that's probably true. What did you think about how – or actually the action and the fight scenes. I thought there was actually a couple that were pretty pretty good. There were a couple that were pretty good and there were a couple that were not good. Actually, yeah. one in particular was not good. Nope. And I will, I will get – we'll get to that in spoilers obviously. That's true. Yeah, we got plenty to get to in, that, in there. Overall, how do you think it looks? Because we have seen Venom, like real Venom once, going back to Spider-Man 3. They sort of tease Venom in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. But as far as actually seeing him, I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, I know, and we, and we saw some of him in the trailers. So we're not really giving away anything here, but I, I thought he actually looked pretty good. And that's as good as the character's going to look on screen. Like, that's, that's yeah, it. I think that's you're right. That's as good as he's going to look. I think you're right. So I was very actually impressed with that. Once we saw proper Venom, I was very impressed. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Now, here's the ultimate question, Ryan. Should people see this movie in the theater? No. Yep. I'm pretty f- strong in a no there because... It's also one of those ones where it's not in the MCU, so you don't need to. Although we can get into that, we'll get into that in a little bit. We'll, we'll get into that, but you can you can figure out whether like it's not like you need to watch this to watch the next one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it just you can it's its own thing, so don't worry about it. How do you think it compares to other comic book movies? First off, let's look at Spider Man. Yes. You had Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. You had the mm-hmm. amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, and you had Spider-Man Homecoming. So if you want to include that in this, I know they're all different movie companies and whatever, but there would be seven sort of under the umbrella of Spider-Man movies. Yes. And to me, Homecoming and Spider-Man 2 are without question better. Yes. And probably number one of both are better, right? Like this is yes. probably only better than the amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. Uh, that's exactly where I would put it. It's better than Spider-Man three. It's better than the amazing Spider-Man two. And then not, but like those three are so far down They're They're in like a tier of their own. Yeah. Like they're, those other ones they're are the great. family. We don't talk about like we're right. related, but right. we don't talk, we don't talk to them. 
Right. You know, so like, like you said, Homecoming to me is the best Spider-Man movie. Yeah. I think, it, I think it became it. Yeah. Then right. Spider-Man two, then Spider-Man one, the original, yeah. original Raimi Spider-Man, then the amazing Spider-Man one, and then everything else. Right. With this on top of those two. Yes. Yeah. And then as far as like other comic book movies, like I was trying to think afterwards, like this reminded me of, um, now this is going to sound, and I'll get into more of it in spoilers. Like this is going to sound like really high praise. It's not as good as the first Ant-Man, but it reminded me of sort of like if the first Ant-Man and the incredible Hulk were somewhat combined. Yep. So like you would, yeah, you get this. We did not talk about this beforehand, but if you said what's compared to a movie in the MCU, I would say The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, where it's like it's passable. It's a movie that you'll it's watchable. It's not so bad that it's it's not so bad that it's good, and it's not so bad that you can't watch it. But it's just good enough to watch. Yeah, like it. There are MCU movies worse than this in my mind. Yes. in my opinion. Like is, I like yeah. It is relevant. Like, it's not irrelevant. You, you don't have to, you can't, like, just flat out ignore it. Yeah. Like, you have, yeah. You, you should see. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to see it. So just see it. Yeah, that's true. I guess you should see it. But honestly, if you don't want to spend the 15 bucks on it, don't wait, totally wait, for it, wait for it to come out. There is a mid credit scene, so sort of MCU esque. There's a mid credit scene, not post credits, and it is worth sticking around. You don't have to wait that long either. So stick around for that. Uh, Ryan, the dork score. Yep. The dork score. What would you? What would you slap on it? Two and a half. Holy mackerel! Two and a half. Soft three. Wow. Oh, man. Now, two and a half. That's as bad as. That's a bad as of, of a score. I think as you've given. I think so. No, I think I gave Jurassic. I think I gave Fallen Kingdom a two. A hard two. That's true. What did I do? Uh, what you did I give Fallen Kingdom a four? <laughs> if you were going to ask me that, so I gave Fallen Kingdom a four. Yeah, okay. maybe I did. What did I give Ready Player One? Because I enjoyed this more than that. Uh, I think you gave it like a three. Yeah, so this is probably a. I give everything a four, I guess, but I would probably give this a three and a half or a four. But I think of the other movies we've given fours to, and it's not as good as those. But I've also, I you know what? We probably need an episode where we just reset some of these scores because I think I gave Suicide Squad a four, and you then did. I lost all I lost all credibility. You did. That was <laughs> that was one of your uh, that was a real boner on your on your part. I, I'll take that one back. I'll yeah. take that one back. I'll probably there's some that, that I down. want back. I think I was a little. I was having a bad day when I did Fallen Kingdom. I think you had a bad day during Happy Time Murders. You didn't give that one the just do. Oh fuck! Yeah, that movie stunk. All right. Well, Venom. So, like, of, of our standalone episodes that we've done for movies this year, yep. like, Venom is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It's, but it's, it's worth, it's, it, you know, if uh, you got a streaming service or you got something, you get a Saturday night free, watch it. It's, like, it's entertaining. So, wh- when we first talked about this movie, like, forever ago, and we were both really anticipating it, and we'd said... Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams wouldn't be in a movie that wasn't great. Yep. Well, that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Um, but are we, are we into spoilers yet? We haven't done no, that. Let's do, let's do yeah, anything else. Non-spoiler. No, Probably not. No. All right. Okay. Let's, and I've already sort of tipped my cap, tipped my hand a little bit there. So let's go. Spoilers. 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 Here come the what do you got so like you said we said why would tom hardy and michelle williams sign on for a movie if it wasn't any good 
here's what I believe we talk about like best parts, worst parts, right? So when the best part for me was actually Tom Hardy, which I know it sounds weird because he was so off the wall. Like you say crackers, I would say bonkers. Well, you're a huge Tom Hardy fan. I am. But like the way he played Eddie Brock was kind of the way he is in the comic books where he's kind of a loser. Um, He had a little taste of success. He started drinking a little bit, started becoming chemically dependent. Yes. And then this parasite latches onto him and it like speaks to him. So he goes a little bit crazy. So he, I thought that was the best stuff. Honestly, he plays was, crazy really well. Was him and Venom, which I think he voiced too, was those two talking to each other. That yes. was the best stuff. Like that, that was, was the best part of the movie. Those were some of the funny things or just like Tom Hardy or Eddie Brock trying to keep it together. And then all of a sudden having, you know, Venom say something like the exact opposite. Like that was yeah. the best stuff. And the, we talked a little bit about the action scenes. I think for me, one of the best parts of this movie was the, the action scenes with the actual Venom were awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Venom was Venom was good. Uh, I thought, but so the reason why I say, and we both said the Incredible Hulk, and I even sprinkled in some Ant Man. Ant Man only because the villain, like just the scientific nature of it, and like I thought the uh, Riz Ahmed's uh, Carlton Drake character had some overlap to the Yellow Jacket. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like, sure. and then the fact that what would you say? 95% of these origin movies, one of the fight scenes, one of the battles is basically a mirror match. Right. And that's, so that one wasn't good. The other one that I think, and we're getting a little bit into worse parts now. That's so fine. I, th- I thought Tom Hardy as venom. And though those two interacting with each other was the best part of the movie. The worst part of the movie was, it seemed as though to me, Tom Hardy was in a completely different movie than everybody else. Like he was, he was going all in and everybody else just mailed it in. Like Michelle Williams. Oh God. What was she was awful in this movie? And the thing is she's one of the best actresses going. But She, she didn't, Didn't I don't think she changed her facial expression the entire movie. Well, so I have a question here, Ryan, and you know more about Spider-Man lore than I do. I know that Anne Wang, who it was his fiance, I have a few thoughts here. So, I know that she turns into like Lady Venom and yeah. she looked really good as as like as the Lady Venom when, when sure. she wanted to save Eddie. But one of the big early themes of the movie was that the symbiote it cannot go into any host like the hosts get rejected. The right. host dies and things like that. Like a lot of people died testing the symbiote. Yes. So her plan was like. I got to be like, I got to be a good donor here. Like I must be a match. Let's give it a go. Like she easily could have died, right? She easily could have died. Not only that, but what when, the when the symbiote attaches itself to Eddie, Eddie Brock, it takes a while for it to like kind of come out. Right. And anybody else, like you had people in the trials who were like, it kill, either killed them instantly or killed them like kind of over time, but never like manifested. Yeah. Basically and, like, like ate their liver or some shit. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then like it, Venom, the symbiote, the Venom symbiote goes on like two different people and they're like, oh, yeah, we're fine. That was one of my biggest problems with it, with the whole movie was because they set it up to the degree that and they even made the comparison about like donors and things like that. So you get it. You're like, all right, the symbiote can't be hosted by just anybody. Makes sense. That is very clear. Yeah. But then for her plan to be like, oh, we got to save Eddie. Jump in here. You're like, wait a minute. What? So you. you yeah. could have just died. And, yeah, though, right. and, and then the other thing I had, the other problem I had is 
Now, Eddie Brock, I would say, definitely crossed a line with what he did originally to get the information on Carlton Drake right. by getting Anne's information. But she just like immediately ends their engagement. I'm like, how strong was your fucking relationship if you do something like that? And she had to know that's the kind of guy you are anyway. And then you're just immediately done. You're going to have a conversation about it. And then you get a boyfriend like six months later or even six less months than later that? who's living with you. Like that couldn't have, you yeah, were engaged. What? You, you were engaged. engaged. And the other thing too, is that guy was such a, such a doofus. He was such a moron. He was a Millhouse, Yeah. Absolute Millhouse, And he was, <laughs> he was just like, just a cuck the whole movie. Like <laughs> if, if Eddie Brock was, Hey, I'm going to bang your girlfriend. He's like, Oh, that's cool, bro. That's that's Whatever. awesome, man. Yeah, he's like Could the boyfriend in, in Semi Pro. He's like, oh man, I know you. Hey, you're great. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Dan stuff. Lewis. Doctor Dan Lewis can piss right off. Yeah, and she said she says to him one point like, oh yeah, you know, I know you've kind of like ruffled some feathers and kind of like left some people. She's like, yeah, I was one of those people. Like, do you, yeah. like she actually says it to him. He's like, oh yeah, huh? and <sighs> you should, we should get you in the hospital, man. Like he's in there like eating live lobsters and jumping into fish tanks, and he's like, no, no, he's my patient. He's cool. Yeah. Oh like if, if you, if one of your wife's ex-boyfriends showed up at a restaurant and started like eating live lobster, like jumping in the tank, I'd be like, we're out of here. Right I'm fucking not now. good with it. I'm not good with that at all. Yeah. That yeah. was so absurd. Like nobody could be like, Oh, like he's not feeling well. Like that's not what people do when they're not feeling well. Yeah. And just like, why? Like, like I he just, just I, he ate like, off of everybody's plate. Like he just went and ate off everybody's plate. Yeah, and then, and then, then uh, jump in the tank. And he's like, "No, don't call the cops. Like, no, absolutely call the police." No, yeah, you should what probably you call about? somebody. Like, good lord. And uh, what was the other thing? There was one that was like, um, so when they're doing the thing at the end with the rocket, and you know, Venom and Riot are like fighting on the rocket, and Riot takes out like all these people in the control room. How the hell does Michelle Williams get in there? You just see her just like waltzing right in. Like, how did you get in there? Oh, uh, it's a good question. Yeah, the, like, the whole place was on lockdown. I'm really like as the movie was going on, I'm like, this is so much better than people thought it was. Or like, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the ride. And then the two things that really kind of sabotaged it was the Michelle Williams stuff at the end where she's like, they really shoehorn in Lady Venom because I think they're trying to distract people from me. Like, oh, cool. Lady Venom. Yeah, I but do you're like, but you're like, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Like, this goes against everything that you set up. And then just another mirror match. You're like, come on, guys. Like you. It needs to be different. Like it needs to be a different type of, and then this is where I guess they're a little bit limited. And let's go back to all the stuff we got leading up to the movie with like the producers and the director and all the different conversations, Tom Hardy, Sony, is it in the MCU or is it not in the MCU? And it's clearly not in the MCU. It's clearly not. I would like to see it be in the MCU though. How do you make it in there though? Because how I would write it. Because San Francisco, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Ant-Man San Francisco? Ant-Man was San Francisco. But I think at this point, um, what I would do is have Eddie go back to New York. Um, I would do Maximum Carnage, where most of the beginning of that is Venom versus Carnage. Yes. And, and they, do, they do reference Eddie coming from New York, which was at least good. Yes. And they mention uh, Jameson, John Jameson. Yeah, so good. I'm glad you mentioned that. So John yeah. Jameson was one of the astronauts at the beginning with like the symbiote and everything. And so John Jameson, of course, is the son of J. Jonah Jameson. And he has a few different kind of characters throughout the comics. I would say the main one is Man-Wolf, yes. right? Yeah. And so he also was the guy, if you remember, in Spider-Man 2 that Mary Jane Watson, after she broke up with Peter, was like, oh, now I'm with this guy. And then they were, then they were engaged. And then she's like, nope, I'm back with Peter again. Right. But so that's John Jameson. But in this movie, it seems like he's dead. 
right? But last time we saw him, I think he's dead. Yeah, well, you don't see, and you don't see him. You don't see him actually die. Yeah, you so see Riot move to a different person, which is which is fine. Um, but so I, the way I would have this go is have Eddie go back to New York, and then there's a. I remember in Maximum Carnage, there's a panel where like Spider Man's not really involved, yep. but there's a scene where Eddie is like dying. And he, he, uh, and so the last scene of Venom 2 should be like him crashing through the window in Peter Parker's apartment, like f- getting, trying to get help. Like that yeah. should be like the, yeah, the last scene, you know, yeah, and then it, it, it definitely should be. And, and so they sort of set up Carnage, obviously. If you get to the jump out of the mid credit scene, and you know what's really funny about that? I mean, for me personally, like we do all this stuff and we keep track of everything that's going on. And I remember even like tweeting out, like, hey, Woody Harrelson is going to be in Venom. Yeah. I completely forgot forgot all about it like I, I as i was watching the movie i was never once thinking like where's woody harrelson where's woody harrelson and then i'm so dumb that i get to the the end i'm not even thinking woody harrelson they get to the mid credits they set up the whole thing tom hardy is in jail he's going to interview like hannibal lecter like essentially right. is what they're doing and i'm like ooh, is it going to be like the vulture or is like i'm thinking mcu i'm like this must be where they tie into the mcu and you're like nope they're doing their own thing. However, if they were going to do their own thing, this is the character to introduce by far. Makes the most sense and with it, uh, with Carnage. And I don't know how you do that story without Spider Man. Great, great call. Yeah, what do they what do they do? And if they're calling this the Sony verse or whatever, like Spider Man Homecoming at the very least was in part with Sony. So, ah. Yes. Uh, Maybe you don't bring in all the Avengers, but you gotta bring in Spider Man. You have to. You have yeah. to. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what else they do. Carnage I mean, is sweet though. Carnage, Carnage is a good is character. Sweet. Yeah. One of the best one of the best Spider Man bad guys in my in my opinion. Yeah, these two guys, they're both great. And, and so Venom ends up sort of toeing the line. You can sort of see that. Like he's definitely not a bad guy, but he's not necessarily a good guy because he literally eats people. Yeah, sure. You know? All right. Um what do you think of Jenny Slate's character, Doris Skirth? Useless. <laughs> Absolutely useless. Do you know that she went to Milton? I did know that, actually. Yeah, she went to Milton Academy, and she uh, was dating Chris Evans for a while, but I don't think they're together anymore. I don't think they are either, but again, useless. Yeah, not great. I mean, those were really the main characters. It was it was Eddie Brock Venom was on screen almost the entire movie. It was Michelle Williams and Wang who was brutal. No good. No thanks. Nope. Riz Ahmed as Carlton Drake in Riot. Oh, that's the other thing. Awfully convenient where, again, maybe I'm, maybe I'm hung up on it more than I should be, but so many – the symbiote doesn't work on so many people. Yeah. And yet Carlton Drake works. And not only right. that, but, like, what's your rush? Like, he had to get that rocket off, like, in the next two days after one crashed? Like, what was the big rush? Mm, I don't know. Well, no, because didn't Riot want to go get all the other symbiotes and bring them to Earth? He did, but, like – before that, he was even planning to like, yeah. you know, we need to speed up trials. It's like, why? Like, what's the, what do you, uh, and, but he just like the, and you know what else I hated too? His like blazer with the, like the zip up turtleneck thing. Like that really pissed me off. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Didn't love it. Like a very forgettable villain. Instantly forgettable villain. Instant. <laughs> and it's just like. That's why don't you think he's don't you think he and Yellow Jacket from Ant Man One are like oh, almost yeah. like they're like, completely useless. And I love how like Venom's like, well, I don't know, we can't we can't beat this guy, and then they do pretty easily. Yeah, it really wasn't all that hard. But like the other thing too, so I want to get a little bit to the worst parts. The worst one of the worst action scenes for me was the one with the motorcycle because I can't remember 
the last time I oh, you saw didn't like that chase scene. You didn't I, like the, you, uh, you didn't think I'll it was like Ronan. I'll tell you why. Okay. First of all, this movie was shot in like five different ways. It looks completely uneven. Like when he's in the woods and like the guy's going to, the head of the security, that random head of security guy is going to shoot him. It's yeah. like shot, like almost black and white. And then some are like super colorful. Mm-hmm. And then, so we're watching this like slow-mo chase scene, like in, like you said, like they're trying to be like Ronan. I can't remember the last <laughs> time in 20 years where I saw a slow motion shot straight on to the stunt double. <laughs> like the stunt yeah. double's like, face, oof. the stunt double's face was on camera for like five seconds. You're like, that's not oh like boy. that's, and that's clearly not him. No, that's clearly not no. Tom Hardy. So like, I don't, it, to me, the shooting of this movie, the way it was shot, the way it looked was completely lazy. The editing was terrible. You know, in this what the, movie. like if that, if this exact movie came out in 2004, what do you think we would think about it? Oh, you'd be like, oh, cool. Like if it was yeah. with the other Spider-Man movies, you'd be like, oh, cool. But like I, and that might be it too. I think I'm just a little superhero movie fatigued. I think I, I'm, I'm expecting too much of these movies. And remember people were like, well, this is how the hell does Venom open his mouth that big? And you can't see Eddie Brock's face. I'm like, you're talking about <laughs> an alien parasite <laughs> latching onto a person and giving yeah. him superhero strength. And he yeah. looks like Spider-Man but he's not. And you're worried about whether or not it's believable. Like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> well, that's why, like, once you, once you set it up, like with all these movies, like once you set it up, I'm in like that, like whatever you want to do, like, all right. So the host, once he gets in there, like he slowly makes him stronger and he can do all these things. He can shoot spikes out of them. He can do this stuff. He can talk to him. I yeah. love it. And what I also like too, is, um, like they're both in there. Like they're like working together. It's yes. sort of like um, Firestorm, like in DC, like they kind of do the same idea where like the two guys sort of meld together. Yeah. And so, because I heard the, the director was talking about it, he's like, you know, it's not Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's not like one does something, or even like Hulk and Bruce Banner. It's not yeah. that. You know, it's they're in there together, and so they can relate. And even like the very end scene um, of the actual movie was, I thought was pretty good, where Michelle Williams assumes that Eddie Brock is just Eddie Brock now. He's fine. Yeah. And he's like playing it up that he is. And then Venom's like talking to him. He's like, yeah. we're going we're gonna to get you back. Tell <laughs> him we're going to get her back. Well, I like the scene. And this was, this is, it was more shock value than anything else when he was like, jump out the window and he, and he hits the button. <laughs> and the, he's like, pussy. Yeah. That like was I, hilarious. Like to me, that was a callback to, have you ever seen the movie ski patrol? Uh, you ever seen that movie? No, but I saw when wasn't it always sunny? Did like the knockoff of it? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. But there was yeah. a guy like suicide who had like two like masks that he would like talk to, like two like alter egos. Oh, okay. And it, was, it reminded me of that, which made me giggle a little bit. But that, it was again, really funny weird. though. Like, and, and I'm I admit that I'm a simpleton, but like. When Tom Hardy, even something as simple like when he says no and then Venom says yes, like to people, like I like it. Like I, that, yeah. that was, that was definitely entertaining. And then Venom like calling Eddie a loser, but then he's like, well, I can relate to you because like on my planet, I was a loser. I'm and kind then, of a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of a loser. He's like, I like you, Eddie. I like one, you. And one thing I did like too is when, um, and I thought it was, I thought this was strange. Um, like when he was beating riot and then riot actually says like, you actually have a, like a, you have a strong host because he yes. clearly didn't. Yeah. Right. Oh, good so that's point. A, that was a nice one line of dialogue that I'm like, okay, I'm glad they said that. Yeah. Cause it's not the symbiote. It's the, it has to do with the host too. And that and, he was a fucking weenie. 
he was such a weenie. And how about they also make very clear what their biggest weaknesses are, and it's like a certain type of sound <laughs> and, now it's the, yeah. and fire. And then, and then, and yeah, and that's when Venom <laughs> goes, and fire! <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like classic, like, Frankenstein. Like, yeah. and, so, and fire. Yeah. Um, wait, it was, Frankenstein was fire, right? Or was yes, he wa- yeah, that was Frankenstein. Yeah, um, yeah so, because that's the other thing, is like some of the rules of it, and like, so these symbiotes come from these other planets, but then they they pretty early on no, like they could speak English. Like Venom knew that he wanted to eat tater tots, like all yeah. that stuff, you know? Well, I think it had to do with too, that he was in his brain. So he knew like, maybe there's a whole line of dialogue. Oh, right, was like, right, I right. know, I know what you think. I know. Cause I'm like, they're bonded that way too. Right. So, you know, find out language. No, you're stuff. right. They definitely did that. But then there was, there was a time that like, he didn't know something about him and you're like, well, I thought you did. But anyway, like that, anyway. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Well, that, I mean, that, and the biggest problem I had with this whole thing too, and, and that nails it. I was like, it's very uneven. Yeah. Like it, and again, I felt like Tom Hardy was in one movie and the rest of the cast was in a completely different movie and they tried to shove them together and it didn't work. Yeah. It's almost like, and like Michelle Williams is like, she didn't get it. Like she didn't really get what she was doing. Or didn't care. No, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe she wasn't really sure. Like, she's never been in a comic book movie, has she? Right. No. No? Right. She was I mean, just, like, flat. Like, she didn't change her facial expression the entire time. I know I said that before, but it's just I can't get over it. Um, all right, so these were some of the other movies that we did. So Infinity War, obviously, Black Panther, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Those were all better movies. Yes. What about Solo, A Star Wars Story? Uh, oof. Kind of in that ball. Yeah. So, like, Jurassic World. I mean, you think it's better than Jurassic World. I probably think it's about the I same. I thought only because it's, a spi- it's a, in the Spider Man universe. So, yeah, I no, think that's, that's fair. for me, it's, that gives it the edge. But, like, it was definitely better than Ready Player One. It was definitely better. I don't know if you watched Cloverfield Paradox. I'm thinking of some of the other I movies did not I saw. Watch it. Oh, it sucked. So, I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it's like it, you can't really recommend it. I think the problem is – so you said you're sort of fatigued from comic book movies. I think the bigger problem is we are now expecting so much out of them because every once in a while they are that good. Like Logan last year was that good. And, Correct. Uh, Avengers was that good. Uh, there have been other ones that like it's such a high bar, but some of them meet that. And that's why when you get one like this that fits in with – like it was better than Ben Affleck's Daredevil, but like that's what we're talking about. It was like movies like that that we've already seen before, and you're like, okay, I thought we, I thought we moved past this, right? Um, now, I guess the question we always ask with these ones is, do you want to see a Venom two? I do. I do want to see, see Venom two, and I want it. Carn- if you make a movie with Carnage that's PG thirteen, I swear to God, <laughs> I will quit this podcast. <laughs> Hold on, don't because they probably will. <laughs> that's, and that's that to me. If Sony does that, that's unforgivable, unforgivable. Because not only that, not yeah. only can you not do that character in a PG thirteen movie. You have seen that R-rated comic book movies work. Oh, there yeah, is a track record for the – I think every R-rated comic book movie has been successful. Probably. Yeah, probably pretty close anyway. I mean, You get the two Deadpools, Logan, and I can't think of another one. I, well, like Watchmen. A, Watchmen. Like they, there is others, success yeah. for these things. There is an audience for this. Just please do it. Like, yeah. stop, stop with the PG-13 nonsense. What if I told you, though, there was going to be no Spider-Man in it? Then I mean, how good can it really be? If it's R-rated, you can't put Spider-Man in it, I don't think. 
Oh, that's all right. Yes, yeah, so it's got to be one or the other. Then I guess. Yeah. So either one, and and I would rather take the R, the hard R, yeah. with these two, than have it with Spider Man in it. And I'd like them to open it up a little bit more too. I mean, give me. I mean, Venom and Carnage probably should be enough, but give me give me somebody else. Give me a little little taste of somebody else in there. So have some D'Onofrio Kingpin in there for good measure. What if who owns Fantastic Four? Is it Sony Fox. right now? Oh, Fox does. That's right. So yeah, that's, so that's, that's going to be Disney. So never, mm-hmm. never mind. That's going to yeah. get re- rebooted. I mean, I'll I'll see a Venom too, but like you really can't get all that jazzed up about it. Nope. All right. Well, anything else on Venom? I feel like we're missing stuff, but that's probably we're missing the movie. stuff. It's just it, it's cookie cutter. Is what it it's is. Totally cookie cutter. But again, it was just so uneven for me. Like just from the way it was shot to the the characters. Like again, I can't stress it enough. I love Tom Hardy and he can do no wrong. And maybe that's me, but I felt like he did as good of a job as anyone's going to do with this character and kind of a perfect cast for it too. Cause he's kind of like, you know, more muscular guy. Yeah. No, I liked um, him. I thought, I thought he was pretty good, but some of the choice, some of the things they did were kind of like, okay. And I think the, the venom character, like I said, that's as good as it's going to look on camera. He did. He looks sweet. Like that's yeah. the one thing you could take, you could take from it. But like, yeah, then again, some of the fight sequences, they kind of lose you a little bit. And, also, with you know so much at stake in the other movies, and like the movies that we watch specifically, it feels like it's MCU or it's like Star Wars, and so there's like a reason to watch things. There's like how does it connect to this? How does it do that? So you got to almost like reset your mind to be like, this is probably its own thing. Like this is probably just close to two hours of its own movie. Maybe there'll be a sequel. There probably will be a sequel, but then that might also be it. Like that, it could be like back in the day when there'd be trilogies, and then that they were contained. Like that might be just what it is. Yep, like that. Mm-hmm. It, 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 not to be crass, I know we don't like to work blue yeah, on this please. podcast, but it was like someone went just the tip on us with this movie. Yeah. You know, it felt good for a second, sense. and then you, and then they bailed on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. They promised you a good time, and they they almost delivered. Didn't deliver. No. All right, that'll do it for Venom. Let's uh, let's get to the pick of the pod. 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 All right, Ryan, kick, receive, defer, or defend the goal. I will kick this time. All right, so I am. Uh, I still have one episode left, but I've almost finished the Jessica Biel TV show, The Sinner. Oh. Have you seen what this bad boy is about? Yes, I have. All right, so, I mean, I guess this is sort of the plot, so I was going to say it's kind of a spoiler. On ha- Part of me wishes I didn't know episode one but this is the this is the whole show yeah so basically jessica beal she's married she has a kid and one day she just kills somebody not her husband but just somebody else they're at a beach she kills somebody and then it's like why did you do that and then yeah, that's and the was, whole movie and it was like right show. everybody right it was like right for everybody. and she's like yeah i did it and you're just like okay here we go and so bill pullman is one of the like detectives or police officers in it and then you got Jessica Biel, and it's it's pretty fascinating. So I'm looking forward to the last episode. There's also a season two. Uh, I've not seen that yet. It's a USA show, but season one is all on Netflix right now if you guys want to watch it. It's only eight episodes, which is also nice. And Carrie Coon, friend of the podcast, is in season two, which I'm hey. looking forward to. Yes, 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 yes. Anytime we can mention Carrie Coon. It's, I like Carrie Coon and, and Scream references are kind of your thing. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for the Scream. Two of your your biggest loves in your life, Carrie Coon and Scream. What if she was in Scream 5? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. My head would explode. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah, people are people are excited, Rye, about the uh, the standalone Scream episode to close out hashtag Dorktober 3 season of The Witch. I have a lot of movies to watch. 
Yeah, you do. I've been. Oh, by the way, actually, no. Get to your pick of the pod, then we'll get to what's next week. So mine is actually a uh, one of my favorite bands, Coheed and Cambria, has a new album out called The Unheavenly Creatures. Uh, they're back to their Emery Wars story, which is good. Their concept, kind of sci-fi music, uh, you know, concept uh-huh. albums, which I really like. So I'm, that's my pick of the pod for the week. I'll just keep it simple. Nice. Give you an album to listen to. Hey, sure. You know, you know there you go. It's only like an hour long. You gotta you gotta listen to other things, you know. Yeah, man, listen to some music, will you? You sure. jabroni. Uh huh. I hear you. Next week, Ryan, uh, we really get back into Dorktober because this was sort of like a loosely based Dorktober episode. Venom's kind of scary. I mean, if you're looking at scary, that wasn't like a Morbius episode. Like Morbius, wasn't scary enough. That would have been a real scary son of a gun. Next week, we're going uh, BD, as the kids say, balls deep into balls deep. yeah, balls deep into. The Halloween franchise as the new Halloween, sort of the Halloween. It's actually a sequel. I was going to say reboot. It's really a sequel. sequel. It's coming out the following week. So we're going to get you primed and we're going to get you pumped. Uh, Go through all the Halloweens from the original Halloween 1978 all the way through to what's the most recent one? I guess Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie one, the The Rob Zombie one. Remake there. There's There's a lot of shit in this pile, but... We're going to go through it. Our buddy Goo is going to join us as well. He is a big Halloween guy. So we'll get his thoughts on on these bad boys. So anyway, I'm, I'm re-watching them. I've already rewatched one, two, four, and most of five. Look at you. I skipped three. I don't even know if I'm going to go back to it. There's no Michael you Myers. The Witch? There's no Michael what? Myers, for God's sakes. It's called Season of the Witch. October 3, Season of the Witch. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. I'm not wrong. You got to watch it. Uh, don't don't be a you know don't be the squid here. Watch the movie. No, I know. And then uh, our buddy Jason Rossi, he's doing his 31 horror movies in 31 nights. Not bad. He's he's uh to this point, I, I caught up with him today. Uh, through eight days of the month, he's watched seven movies. How about him? So he's one off the pace. Yep. He's seen some good ones. Now uh, he watched the Snowman. Oh, God. Is that the one with Fassbender? Yeah, he said it's like the yeah. worst movie he's ever seen in his life. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's I fine. did not hear good things about that, so I'm not It's surprised. not good. But uh, anyway, that'll, uh, that'll do it. I'm looking forward to uh, watching all the screams, watching all the uh, Halloweens. You guys, of course, can uh, email us anytime, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at dorkpodcast. You can... Uh, Check out the YouTube. I got to do some YouTube stuff. YouTube.com slash dork podcast. If we do overwatch uh, Halloween version with all the skins, yep. maybe I'll YouTube some of that. Uh, Ryan, I know you said you weren't, you're taking a little time off from the old Twitch stream. Taking a break. Taking, need a little, need a little break from the, from the old Twitch stream, but uh, we'll regroup. Yeah. Um, I'll be back uh, in a couple weeks. So I have something cooking. I don't want to tip my hat too much, but we got something going with the Movember foundation for the month of November. So, nice. so that's coming out soon. So I got to regroup before that, that takes place. Good. Take a, take Dorktober off. That's not a bad idea. You recharge yep. the batteries, you watch horror movies, you get, you get yourself you eat, all, you row, you boat, oh, you stink, eat, you stink. It's all, it's all good there. It's all good. So looking forward to uh, Dorktober. And even in November, we got some episodes because daredevil comes out. Is it this week? Yeah, I think it comes at the end of this week or maybe next week. But so that'll be a November episode. I'm pumped for Daredevil. It looks really good. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, especially with Bullseye. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, because they've been tweeting out different like tr- like teasers and stuff. I'm, I'm trying not to watch too much of it, but, you know, it's hard to hard to avoid. And it is very good. So we, we have that. We have Aquaman before the end of the year, which everybody's really charged up about Woo! and plenty of other 
Good stuff. Oh, I also I gotta watch Better Call Saul. I'm, uh, the yep, finale was this finale. week. Yeah, yep. I gotta I gotta go back and watch that. Jeez, I'll, I'll do her. I'll do her. I'll do it. So, guys, let us know what you thought about Venom. Hit us up on Twitter or on the uh, the email as well. Curious to see what you guys thought about Venom. Also, rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes, uh, com. And also, as a friendly reminder, a couple of weeks ago, they opened it up now where more of our shows are archived. So every episode we've ever done on WEEI is all available, including all of last year's Dorktober stuff. So if you're new to the podcast, I recommend checking out, go through, see some of the topics. But even if you don't like the topic, we have plenty of shit in there at the beginning or at the end that's not related to that topic. So maybe some stuff that you'd be interested in. But we ranked horror movies last year. We did Stranger Things. We did Batman The Long Halloween. uh, All kinds of other crap. So that'll do it, Ryan. Any final thoughts? Nope. All right. Another perfect episode.